0: We believe that stories are magic, so when we find a great one, we can't wait to share it. Far, far away on the planet Florp, a baby named Bobby Wonder was born. But his parents relocated the family to Earth right after the birth, so Bobby grew up having no idea he was an alien. Until his 10th birthday, that is. Can you imagine waking up on your birthday to find out that you can fly and talk to ducks? (coughs) Created by a New York Times best-selling children's author and produced by the award-winning Go Kid Go team, Bobby Wonder is out of this world fun. Search for Bobby Wonder on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members, I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This hair-raising tale, Story Club members, might make you think twice about petting that strange cute canine. It's called, Nice Dog. Ow, hey! The boy on the bicycle recoiled. He had tried to reach down to pet Hank, the dog, only to be snapped at. You should be a nice dog. The boy gave the owner, Molly Watts, a sour look, then rode off. Molly had tried to say, he doesn't like very many people, so please don't touch, but the boy hadn't given her much of a chance. Hank had broken free from his leash and gone running off into the park. Hank didn't like leashes or collars very much, and Molly was about the only one who could pet him. Hank, who looked like a miniature wolf with gray and brown fur, only seemed to like her. He was a six-month-old puppy and ridiculously cute, but he was also pretty fierce. In fact, when she took him to the dog park, Rottweilers, German Shepherds, and Pitbulls all gave the pup a wide berth. Somehow, those larger dogs knew they shouldn't mess with Hank. Molly's parents couldn't really even pet him either. He would issue a low growl whenever they tried. Molly had gotten Hank the dog one day when she was riding her bike in the park. There was a woman in black there who was holding him. She had a tear in her eye and said she couldn't take care of him anymore. She had a whole litter of puppies at home. So every day, the woman in black was out trying to give the pups away to good homes in the park. The problem was that the pups didn't like most of the people who wanted them. They would often growl and snap, which was ridiculous as the puppies didn't look ferocious at all. They were the kind of dogs you'd see on a cute puppy's calendar, along with the golden retrievers, Cocker Spaniels, and Border Collies. The woman wouldn't give the pups to just anyone for adoption. They had to bond with their potential owner right there on the spot. The problem was, most did not. They seemed antisocial toward humans. That's why Molly felt so special with Hank. She was the first and only person that he had bonded with. She named him Hank after Hank the Cowdog, book she loved reading when she was younger. Her new pup vaguely resembles his literary inspiration. So Molly often got sarcastic comments like nice dog when she was out and about. Many people who saw Hank fell in love with him, but he could only be admired from afar. Another strange thing that she noticed about Hank was that he grew more restless and active at night, especially during the full moon. Usually dogs would sleep through the night, but Hank was more like a cat in that respect. He seemed to be nocturnal. He napped quite a bit during the day and would perk up as soon as the sun set and the moon rose in the sky. Like clockwork, Molly could anticipate the energy level Hank would put out at night depending if the moon was waxing or waning. If it was waning, Hank wasn't active, and during a new moon in the dark, starry sky, he would sleep through the night. As Hank had grown bigger, he was starting to change. He had grown a muscular neck and shoulders, and his hair grew shaggier. His golden eyes had taken on more of a yellowish hue. They almost seemed to glow in the dark. The woman who'd given Hank to Molly had always dressed in a long, dark dress and black sun hat. When she stopped coming to the park, it was pretty noticeable. Molly hadn't seen her again for a long while, but one day, when Molly was riding her bike home from school, she finally spied the mysterious woman again. The woman was driving in a car going the opposite way. Molly quickly turned her bike around and followed. Fortunately, the long black car stopped at several stoplights or Molly would have never been able to keep up. The woman pulled up to a spooky old Victorian house on the far side of town. Molly was almost afraid to cross the wrought iron gate that said, beware of dog. When she rang the bell at the gate, something growled at her from the bushes, something massive, the size of a lion. She could see its yellow eyes peering at her through the leafy shadows. The woman in black strolled out onto her porch and asked what Molly wanted. Molly said that she needed to know more about the puppy the woman had given her. The woman gave a large, toothy grin. Oh, she said, I suppose I neglected to tell you because you and your pup had such a bond. But he is a werewolf cub, and someday, he'll grow into the size of Chaney. Come here, Chaney. The massive beast of a dog with shaggy dark hair and piercing yellow eyes lumbered from under the shrubbery. He gave a backward growl at Molly, then lopped across the crabgrass yard and onto the porch where the woman rubbed his witch hat-pointed ears. The monstrous dog bellowed some grunts of pleasure. You see, they make fine, fine pets. They're very good dogs. Molly worried about how big Hank would grow and what she would do with him when he was as big and massive and dangerous looking as Cheney. And what about all the other werewolf cubs the woman in black had given away? Would the town be full of nocturnal prowling beasts when the full moon rose every month? (sighs) As much as I would love a werewolf cub, beloved listeners, I think I'm gonna stick with my toy poodle Spike and Chihuahua Renfield. Otherwise, my little fur babies might get a bit jealous. And if you've ever had a small dog before, then you know there's every chance that they might scare the big bad monster dog away with all their yipping. (laughs) Okay, so today I've got a couple of werewolf riddles for you to solve. I told you I was gonna think of some new ones this week. Grab your pens and here we go. The first riddle for you to solve, beloved listeners, is what are a werewolf's favorite days of the year? The second riddle for you to solve is, after having his teeth cleaned, the werewolf was hungry. What did he eat? Did you write them all down? Good. I'll give you the answers to these two riddles tomorrow. In the meantime, remember never ever to moon a werewolf. Get it? <laughs> um, anyway, come back tomorrow for another episode because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go!